And now on into the unknown UK with Foxy and the Lamb, we have a special guest, Christopher John Joyce, with several ghostly tales for Christmas. Ghosts and Christmas go together like, well, turkey and stuffing. Christmas ghosts have certainly become a popular yuletide fixture since Charles Dickens wrote his immortal classic, A Christmas Carol. I was therefore somewhat surprised to read the following passage in an old tome entitled Cambrian Superstitions, written in 1831. The author writes that according to British folklore, the usual time of ghosts' appearance is midnight, seldom before it is dark, and no ghosts can appear on Christmas Eve. It struck me as puzzling that folklore should state no ghosts can appear on Christmas Eve. Because here are six ghostly visitations that have appeared on Christmas Eve from across the British Isles. At Kempston House in Bedfordshire during the 19th century there occurred a tragic accident. A young boy was awoken on Christmas Eve by the sound of an approaching carriage. Believing it to be Father Christmas in his sleigh, and keen to greet the jolly old fellow and his reindeer, he ran out of the house onto the driveway. Alas, he ran straight under his parents' carriage and was trampled to death by the startled horses. On subsequent Christmas Eves, the sound of an approaching carriage and the scream of a terrified child can be heard but on investigation there is nobody ever there. In Kent there has been reported the ghost of a young girl dancing across the lawn of a stately house and playing a golden harp. This enchanting figure is one of mystery, but those who have lingered to hear the faint and fairy strings report a deep sensation as of melancholy strike at their very souls, and it affected them strangely for many days afterwards. More excitingly, there is the infamous headless horseman of Ruse Hall in Suffolk, reportedly seen driving a phantom carriage and whipping his black steeds with demoniacal fury, pell-mell down the driveway, only to vanish into the surrounding woodlands. This colourful character was supposedly a highwayman, guilty of the blackest and foulest deeds. When finally caught, he was justly tried and sentenced to death by beheading. He refused the last rites from the parish priest, and as the axe severed his head from his body, he cursed God. Local gossip has it, that unrepentant sinners who die on Christmas Eve become reluctant passengers in the horseman's carriage which he drives straight to hell. An innocent game of hide-and-seek 
had deadly consequences for Lord Lovell and his bride-to-be, Anne, one Christmas Eve in the 17th century. Anne mysteriously vanished during a game of hide-and-seek, uh, during an extravagant party. Amusement and laughter quickly turned to despair after none of the party revellers could find her. Days and months passed, and despite a complete search of the many rooms of Bramshill House, from its cavernous cellars to the lofty and cobweb-filled attic spaces, no trace of Anne could be found. It was only one year later, on Christmas Eve, when a lady in white was seen by a serving maid to ascend the winding staircase of an abandoned tower. The terrified maid immediately alerted her master to this strange figure's wanderings. Lord Lovell, lantern in hand, bravely followed the route decried by the maid up the steps of the tower and caught sight of the ghostly apparition seeming to float through a solid wall. The next day, with a team of workmen, they discovered that the wall was in fact a secret door that led into a hidden room. In the room, Lord Lovell found the dead and emaciated body of his bride. She had starved to death, alone in the room, trapped after the door spring that would have released her had broken, locking her in. Since then, the Lady in White has been seen every Christmas Eve, making her fateful way up the spiral staircase to the hidden room. A ghost train is said to appear every December the 24th in Fife, Scotland. A terrible disaster occurred one Christmas Eve in the late 19th century, when a tunnel collapsed, crushing a train under tons of rubble. I'm sure you can imagine that all the passengers on that train were in very merry spirits, anticipating a warm and inviting home and the prospect of sharing the festivities with their friends and families the following day. But as they travelled on this, the last scheduled train of the day, disaster struck and nobody lived to complete the journey home. It said that if you venture to the tunnel mouth at midnight on Christmas Eve and listen carefully, from deep inside that dark tunnel you may still hear the faint echo of a crash of stone on iron and the shrill train whistle signalling a dreadful doom. A gurgling ghost is said to have haunted Pudding Lane in London. In the 19th century a street urchin stole a Christmas pudding from a baker's shop, and being fearful of being caught, hid in a doorway and gobbled it down as quickly as he could. In those days it was a common practice to hide a penny, threepenny bit, inside a pudding, and a diner with due diligence could excavate from a portion of pudding a treasure. However, a treat for one person can be deadly danger to another, and our street urchin, shoving handfuls of hot pudding into his mouth, accidentally swallowed the penny, and it became trapped in his windpipe, and so he choked to death. It was said 
that for many Christmases afterwards an apparition haunted Pudding Lane, drifting into the shops and scaring away the customers with its hideous gurgling sounds. The terrified shopkeepers soon put two and two together and beseeching the aid of the Reverend Samuel Smith urged him to exhume the urchin from the pauper's graveyard. On closely inspecting the mouth and throat of the corpse, it was found that the penny was still stuck fast there. It was removed, and the body reburied with full Christian ceremony, and after the gurgling ghost was never seen or heard of again. It's not stated what happened to the penny. It's a ghoulish thought, I know, but I like to think that it might have found its way back into another Christmas pudding. So, pudding eaters, beware. You have been listening to Christopher John Joyce and his ghostly tales for Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, one and all. Not see the planet's mass of 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 the planet's mass